0: Booyah! We're back for episode 16 of the Clutch Points NBA podcast. I am Tomer Azarly, your LA Clippers reporter for Clutch Points. I'm here with Ryan Ward. Booyah! Our, our Lakers reporter. It's the Booyah podcast. The Booyah podcast. The Booyah podcast. We'll consider the name change. Ryan is actually coming off a uh, a confirmation for the NBA 2K um, release. or uh, What was it? We got
1: invited to the event, the release party. Oh, the release party. That's what it was. Yeah, the day before. With
0: Anthony Davis and out. all those guys. D-Wade, the D-Wade's there.
1: Yeah, I know Um And I will be in the game this year. Not as a playable character, unfortunately, which would have been comical as all hell, but uh, in the social media side of things. Just oh, so, you got approved for that. Yeah.
0: Sign the release and everything, so. So Ryan will be in NBA 2K19, uh, 2K20, K excuse me.
1: 2K20, yeah.
0: Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's incredible, Because Tomer will be there next year. Hopefully. That's the goal. That's, the, That's goal. the goal. We get two guys in there. We'll just jump right into our first segment called Clutch Fire, where Ryan and I will shoot a question at each other and uh, just give each other's opinions on the topic. And I will start off with this. Ryan, um, there's been some reports that Anthony Davis is considering possibly the Chicago Bulls and New York Knicks as an option in free agency. Uh, he hasn't even played a game with the Lakers yet. Not even a minute. Get out of here. Get out of here. Go. And he's considering the Knicks and Bulls. What do you What do you make of that? Weird timing, I would think. Like,
1: I mean, who knows what to believe with this, but um, he's going to have his options open when, it, when it's over. What if it doesn't work out? He's not committed yet. He hasn't said he's going to resign yet. Even he's though, refused to commit, actually. Yeah, even though the Lakers traded everything for him outside of Kuzma and LeBron. But uh, I, I I, guess I don't blame him, but just the fact that he's already linked to two teams, I just I don't understand that.
0: Well, at a 2K event earlier, he said, earlier, I think last month, he said, I would be open to playing in Chicago. Um, and then... I think... what is a Chicago native, right? Yes, from Chicago. I believe so. And then and then something came up with the Knicks, and then Rich Paul is open to him going to New York. Uh, Cha-ching. Should Lakers be worried? Should they be worried? I don't think so. No? Not right now.
1: Not right now. If it's around the trade deadline, and like they're not even close to as good as what they thought they were going to be, that's when you start to worry. Uh, but right now, no, it's all good. It's all good in the hood right now.
0: How good do they have to be?
1: That's a, that's probably the better question. Um, I would say phew, title contender for sure, and I would say maybe anything less than the West Finals might be a disappointment.
0: I think that's fair, barring injuries. Yeah, mm. I think it's fair.
1: Yeah, as injuries does, I mean, changes everything every year. But I'd say West Finals has got to be what they're shooting for. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna say NBA Finals. We have got to get to the NBA Finals and at least get there. But I think West Finals is the more realistic option. Um and that way you don't break it up or you don't, you know, start looking elsewhere. So that's that's what I would say. But um about Team USA. What do you think about the exodus of Team USA? Every day it seems like somebody's fallen off. Um was it Kyle, Kyle Lowry's latest one? Say Kyle Lowry's say I'm out. out. Mm-hmm. Um Do you believe it's because of the Paul George injury and
0: kind of the load management era that we're heading into? Uh, Yeah, I do think it's because of the load management era. And um, a lot of it has to do with that Paul George injury. What was it? Four or five years ago, whatever it was, back when he was with the Pacers. I think so. Um, That was a gruesome, gruesome injury. and um, I still remember
1: driving home. I was driving home from the office when I was still worked at Lakers nation and all the guys sent me the video. Like I'm telling, like five text messages at once in the same video of it happening. And I was like, Oh my God.
0: Yeah, that was bad. That was disgusting. And I think players see that and they go, you know what? We're aiming to, a lot of us are aiming to play for a championship and we don't need any minor setbacks, any major setbacks. We don't need anything. A lot of these guys are eyeing long deep playoffs runs into May, hopefully June. And uh, there's no reason, no reason to work your body up now in August uh, when you expect to make a run that deep. It the, just doesn't make sense.
1: The thing is with this though is it's it's basketball, man. It's basketball. These guys have been playing ball their whole lives. They don't stop. They still like playing ball when it's not official, right? You see them at these gyms with these with these runs. Um, I just don't get. There's there's. There's no pride for playing for the team, Team USA, anymore. And I th- I honestly think the only way it's going to get back to where it was is if Team USA gets their asses handed to them pretty badly. We're talking no medals or bronze, maybe even a silver. Wow,
0: that's excessive. But how so? Well, it just feels a little drastic as all. Like, they need... Eh, what, I mean. this happened last time? Well, look, it, in in Kyle Lowry's case, he had thumb surgery in July... And he has not recovered uh, well enough to play. I he was understand hoping to. the
1: surgery and stuff and all that. And if you've got an ailment, like you got to get over to get ready for the season, fine. But a lot of these guys, I don't think that's the case. I think mean, that's they're they're just being overly cautious, or maybe they just they just don't care about it enough to to want to to want to do it. So that's you're setting up another redeem team type thing because all these all these other you know uh, other team, international teams. They're all gunning for the US. You know, they all want to take them down.
0: What if we just get no NBA players on team USA?
1: Want just college kids again? I mean Whatever whatever it takes, man. Team I USA, mean
0: the last couple of years anyways has <clears throat> appeared to be a little overpowered, OP'd. Um OP'd. Just, OP'd, yeah. OP'd. So it's a video game term there. Sorry.
1: Overpowered for the layman. Um,
0: and I just I wonder if maybe they're considering like, Hey, we just, so many of us don't need to play and team USA will probably still be fine. Like I look at this team they have now led by Donovan Mitchell, uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kemba Walker. That's still a really, oh, really yeah. good it's team. Still, still, And I really don't good. think anyone's beating them.
1: And Cal Kuzmania you forgot to put the big Cal in there. Uh,
0: the Yeah. Kuz. Yeah. Kuzmania over there. Yeah. Uh, seventh man off the bench. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I just think this team is still good enough to, to make some noise and, I don't think anyone's going to beat them. Maybe there'll be a fluke game where everyone plays badly and the other team plays well. But
1: I kind of, I kind of hope they get beat. I think that I hope they get humbled. Either that, or I want to see some of the young guys just it,
0: blow up. This just in: Ryan hates America. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am a no, I, I kind of. Part of me would. I wouldn't be surprised if, if they used that as a wake up call, like a loss, a surprising loss. Like, yeah. was it oh four Argentina, where they lost? Where they lost a. Uh,
1: your Boy LeBron leading the way, he
0: was it was that it? No, oh, LeBron was still young then. I think it was more Kobe leading like, the way. That's
1: always an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe wasn't on that team,
0: he wasn't no, really.
1: No,
0: then, then yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess, second year Kobe p- came back when there was a challenge. Ah uh, huh. yeah, Pal Gasol, right? Spain and all that. They were good. That's no, they were, good. They team were was good. really good. They, they
1: almost good. won, actually. They almost yeah, took it to the They limit. were good. Um, if it weren't for Kobe, actually, Had to get four point there. play. No, but um yeah, I think they need they need to be humbled. There's a humbling experience that needs to happen. Or at least these guys take the you
0: know, the young kids take the advantage of of having that uh stage. Well, speaking of humbling, you just mentioned it right now, um that moves us to our next segment called the trust the thought process, uh where we go into the mind of uh either an NBA player, a coach, an assistant, a former player, uh, in this case is an agent in uh LeBron. Super agent. Super agent, sorry, super agent, Rich Paul. Turned into the super agent. Um he gave the NCAA a nice humbling uh experience over the last week. It was about a week, right? Yeah. I think uh so. where they announced that you had to have a bachelor's degree um it's just to, to to be able to uh <laughs> represent players in the NBA draft coming out of college. And everyone immediately called it the Rich Paul rule because they were targeting, it felt like they were targeting minorities and people who couldn't afford to go to school or weren't, didn't have the desire, the means to attend school, uh, to attend college and get a bachelor's degree. But they can still do the job. But they can still do the job, which, yeah. which is you know, a couple examples. Rich Paul, um, LeBron's best friend, is, I think he has, what, three or four max players on his on his, uh in his team He's with clutch, tons. He's got I a mean, bunch of guys. They, they're a premier John agency Wall, now. Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Tristan Thompson was there. JR Smith was just a bunch of guys around the league. I uh, won't be uh, surprised and, if Kuzma's the next guy. And it's growing. It's growing nonstop. Montrez Harold just joined them. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll they'll probably end
1: up being the biggest uh, agency in, in in the NBA. Right, would but guess. you have that,
0: and you have like guys like Tobias Harris's dad who represents him, or. Uh, Kawhi's uncle, who does a lot of the representation, and you know, like those guys shouldn't be limited to, hey, you have to have a degree in order to represent guys. It's just if it's, you can do the job, you can do the job. It's
1: a ridiculous thing. I mean, like, that's just saying, like, it. so you, you're just I know I understand that they're promoting the college experience and p- promoting, you know, higher education and all that, but the, the, the fact that they pointed him out
0: like this, and now that they've completely done a 180. Yeah, so that was leading us it's to like this. They next totally. Point. They're like, okay, yeah, this was a bad move on Monday morning. The NCAA or Monday afternoon, the NCAA announced that they were um, flipping, as Ryan said, back and they weren't requiring people to have a a bachelor's degree. Um, now it's you have to have a bachelor's degree and slash or be represented by uh, or currently certified. And in good standing with the NBPA, National Basketball Players Association. In good so, standing. So if you're in a good standing with some of the players, like a guy like hmm, Rich Paul is, uh, you can represent guys. This is a game changer.
1: Well, the, the thing I always say is like, I don't, I don't have a bachelor's degree, right? I don't. Do you? You have no. You don't have a bachelor's no. degree, so we're we're worthless, right? <laughs> pretty much. We're pretty worthless. <laughs> we can't represent guys. Yeah, we can't. I mean, we
0: can now actually, but. Well, yeah, now we're not in good standing well, with we the could NBPA go. We yet. We couldn't. Do we that, couldn't. But. No.
1: Yeah, but like, I mean, some of the greatest you know innovators of our time and people that have elevated businesses and um, all sorts of things to another level have been people that haven't graduated college. I mean, we've
0: got Steve Jobs, Is he, so he wouldn't be worthy. I think Jobs, I think Bill Gates, I want to say some of the guys. I don't, Those sure are like the Bill greatest Gates. examples, Yeah, but d- having a bachelor's degree doesn't, I don't think, it shouldn't limit you in terms of, especially nowadays, when it's more about uh, the work experience and what you can do, rather than where you went to school, I think, in some fields. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just think it was it was. I felt like this was gonna happen as soon as the Did they you really? Because you, I was shocked. This came off very um, insensitive it, to minorities. It, does,
1: but it always does, though, when these kind of things happen, and these big organizations, big rich organizations, do, and then they they don't usually cave. And I was, I was conflicted at first it's like do i still hate the end and you know the NCAA, ncaa
0: or are they being starting to become progressive no this this is this was a large step back step back by me, no well i mean this change is good yeah but the hell having them having to have a bachelor's degree was a major step backwards
1: no i agree i totally agree i'm just yeah. saying like the fact that they flipped on it quickly didn't, they didn't let it go for months. Like you said, the power through. of social
0: media, just everyone, yeah. everyone turned on them and said it was a bad idea. I mean, it was an
1: immediate response. And yeah. I don't think From there was media, anyone that really supported
0: it. And Not that I could A lot see. of NBA players spoke out about it. Yeah. They called the Rich Paul rule. I mean, a lot was of it, fans. Ron
1: instantly. It was Chris Paul, I know. Uh, Rich,
0: uh, 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 not Rich Paul. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think Tristan Thompson said something. Bradley Beal said something. C.J. McCollum, yeah. I believe, said something. A lot of players, a lot of big name players, a lot trying of in. clutch guys. I mean, just a lot of guys who see what's going on, see the writing on the wall there, and um, it was bullshit.
1: It was bullshit. I mean, plain and simple, it was bullshit, and they they got called out on it. I was I was impressed about the, the the power of speaking out and social media and how they can
0: they can invoke change. Well, as uh, LeBron James said for the last couple of days, stay woke. Just take yeah. We're going to move right along to the next segment on our podcast, Clutch Point of the Week. Right, we have a doozy for you? Yeah, we have a dual, Same question. Uh, early season predictions for uh, awards.
1: Super early season predictions. Super prediction. early Super awards early. for the
0: 2019-20 season. I
1: figured the schedule just came out. Everybody's starting to think about matchups and players and how they're all going to work.
0: I predict that... Giannis Antetokounmpo will repeat as MVP. God, that's so brave. So brave, That's I know. so
1: brave and so bold.
0: You didn't go with Giannis?
1: No, I went with a guy named Anthony Davis.
0: Oh, he sounds familiar. Yeah. Sounds a little, very a little familiar. familiar. A little injury prone. Saw him though. just recently, yeah. A little injury prone, though. Just a little? A little injury? Just a little.
1: Yeah, yeah. Things might change when he starts winning. Uh, um, let's
0: say. All right, what do you got for, uh, let's say, rookie of the year?
1: <laughs> this is my bold prediction Mr. Zion Williamson Ooh Very I take, bold I dig. If you've never heard of him Psst. Look him up ah. Look him up
0: Okay Why and Zion you? Why Zion uh, Other than the obvious Because <laughs> yeah, I think it's Pretty damn obvious Why okay. Zion I'm gonna go John Morant John Morant Sorry
1: John Morant <laughs> I said that with an <laughs> I'm accent I'm gonna go Certain John Morant His why I It's think. a nice vintage That Ja Morant oh,
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just think John Morant has a lot of There's uh, a big opportunity In front of him Mike Conley's gone Out of Utah That team is going to be his uh, He's yeah. the point guard So the ball's going to be In his hands the got, whole time
1: I love his game I I loved watching him uh, During the the tournament I know they didn't last As long as they were supposed to But a couple of games That I saw I was like Whoa. He had a
0: triple-double The first game And I think yeah. he had 20-something We watched that here Didn't yeah. we At the office Yeah yeah, yeah Very he, he's impressive stud man very impressive Morant. Memphis Morant. Yes. Uh for my sixth man of the year. Uh you guys this might shock you, but I'm going with Sir Lou of House Williams. Of House Williams Lou Williams, Williams <laughs> will three peat as sixth man of the year in my opinion and win his fourth uh sixth man of the year award. And wow. um for reasons I don't Jeez. think I need to state anymore, the guy averages twenty and six off the bench. He might not do that with this Clippers team with Kawhi and PG, but he's going to be freaking effective.
1: Here, I've got a quick question for you.
0: If he gets four, right? Say he wins a title. Rename the award after him.
1: Is he a Hall of Famer?
0: Yes. Yeah. Sizzle. Yeah. Lou Williams is a Hall of Famer if he wins his fourth Sixth Man of the Year award. So not now. And wins a title.
1: He has has to do more.
0: uh, Yeah, I think he has to do a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. If he wins a title, wins a fourth, he'll be be one of those, uh, you know, guys who sets the tone for, you know, players always want to start but he's one of those guys who even though he never starts he he's always closes fine, out games either way. he closes out games his games it doesn't uh, change
1: well it does a little bit but
0: maybe he'll be one of those uh just you know
1: and for my sixth man i will go with cal kuzma who cal
0: kuzma currently currently looking people? like an ice cream cone Current <laughs> with like the little, with the little the NBA's uh, Od- on, yeah. odell buck beckham yeah right yeah a little like that um
1: I think he'll eventually, or they may start him off on the bench, and he's going to be that kind of you know fifteen point guy off the bench, and he's going to be super motivated to prove himself. Um, he could he could be a starter right out the gate, and he could do just fine in that. But I think some guy with the potential and the, all the motivation to do that is Cal Kuzma.
0: It would be great for him to come off the bench and not have to face starting teams' defenses too. That's true. Um, it would help him score easier, I think. But yeah. Uh, that'd be interesting. What about your uh, most improved player?
1: I'm gonna go with a former Laker, Mr. Lonzo Ball.
0: Interesting. This okay. guy stays
1: healthy, and he's given the keys, which it sounds like he probably will be with you know Zion and Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. That's that's another thing they got to figure out. Like, do they move Holiday over to shooting guard?
0: I think they do. I think they do move him to shooting guard. Let Lonzo just run the run the break, run the yeah. offense.
1: And if they do that, I think this kid is going to shine. That's not a bad pick. That's not a, a bad pick at all.
0: When he's healthy, then he's a stud. That's the issue. He's not healthy. He yeah. hasn't been, anyways. He if he if well. he is, I think he'll be in for a big year. Yeah,
1: he could have made a huge jump last year if he would have stayed healthy. He was on pace to do just that. But uh, yeah, I, w- I would take Lonzo. Lonzo to be the next most improved. And now we come to Defensive Player of the Year.
0: Uh do you want do you want me to answer my Most Improved Player Award or No? I don't care about yours. Actually, it was just really going <laughs> kind of to go mine. Uh, well, before we go to Defensive Player, um. I'm going to go with Derek White of the Spurs for my most improved player. Oh,
1: right. You have a pick there. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. This is a snake draft here.
0: Okay. We go back and forth. It's not just auction. We <laughs> my bad. My bad. It's all about um, me. All Derek hard. White um, is a really talented two-way player. I don't know if you guys have watched him play with the Spurs, but um, he's impressed with Team can USA he, a lot. he blow
1: up in a playoff game?
0: Uh, I think he had like 20- twenty. I think that's I know.
1: the the time that I heard his name.
0: But he had a game where he had like six blocks at, at the point guard position.
1: Six blocks. Yeah,
0: yeah. He does it. He does it on both ends. He's got great be in timing. The right place at the right time. Uh, he's young. Uh, he's just got to figure it out. He's only <clears throat> what is he? He's only twenty five years old. So close to hitting his. Uh, they got
1: a lot of young guys on that team, don't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, Spurs and they're getting DeJounte Murray back. So I think Derek White will be the most improved player this year. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. For the Spurs. Pick. Mine's better. Maybe now Eric we can it. move on to the defensive player of the year award. Oh, okay. So Ryan, my defensive player of the year <clears throat> for this season is Rudy Gobert.
1: Just another another bowl. I think another he will move. repeat.
0: He won last year, right?
1: Yeah, I think he's won twice already.
0: Yeah, I think he'll repeat. He's uh I Utah's think. Utah's gonna be really good and um He's gonna be a big part of that and they're gonna award him again for being a defensive rim protecting machine. So I that
1: yeah. That's it that's an easy one.
0: But I I'm gonna go with Giannis. I think
1: Giannis is gonna turn it up on that end.
0: That's a good pick. He finished second or third last year, I think. He did. He was in
1: the running. I mean I yeah. it would have been amazing if he would have got both MVP and uh
0: That would have been insane. Oh, we haven't seen that in a few years now, right? What is twenty years or
1: something? Jordan did it.
0: A while ago. I know he got the defensive player
1: of the year. I don't know if he got MVP that year though. Maybe not. But uh, anyway, yeah, I think I think Giannis has it. Um, what about coach of the year? What do you got?
0: Um, I think Doc Rivers is going to do it. I think no, they're going to lead him wait. to a, bias pick. They're gonna they're gonna load manage Kawhi and PG properly. Still finish with a top. He's he's gonna have some coaching two in his seed. Job. Um, and they're gonna. And he's going to win the award Thing is I think a lot of coaches Don't want to win that award Because <clears> then they're on the hot seat The next year And they don't do well Yeah It this is, is kind a, of
1: It's a it's a death sentence In a way It's a one they don't want to win
0: But this is a different situation Where um, You know They got established guys He signed long term mm-hmm. And so Yeah I don't think, I think he's, he's going anywhere
1: I think he's so ingrained In that team And in the front office Part right of the you? culture too Yeah yeah, that I, He's just not going He's one of those Handful of coaches In professional sports That actually Has a job for As long as he wants it Unless he totally
0: I agree. That. Longest, one of the longest tenured coaches. So yeah. What about you? Who's uh, your pick for coach of the year? I'll go
1: with Quinn Snyder. I'll go with um, Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. Yeah, I hmm. think uh, he's gonna have to do some coaching on his end. He's got a lot of talent, but I think he's gonna have to coach them well in, in order to, to 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 play in the Western Conference As It is uh, you know right
0: now. I think. You, it, you think it'll be easy for them? E- easy transition with with Conley and everything?
1: Uh, not at first. I think is they got to figure out what they're going to do with Donovan Mitchell. Like uh, he's listed as a point guard, but he's not really a point guard. He's a I think he's starting shooting a shooting guard, guard too, though. So. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think it, the Jazz will be interesting. I I will be interested to see what they're like and during the Lakers home opener uh, against against Utah.
0: Oh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, and yeah. then the Clippers will see him twice within the first week and a half. So right. we'll get a good look at both of them.
1: Now we're moving on to the next segment where we talk about what no one is talking about in the NBA right now. And uh, since it's such a dry, dull, boring-ass time in the NBA, uh, we did come up with one topic, and that's that Derek Rose and Mike Beasley... Beasley. Michael Beasley.
0: Mike (laughs) Beasley of Detroit. Oh, another accent. (laughs) Derek Rose and Michael Beasley.
1: Michael Beasley, you have to have some Yama with some bats. <laughs> Morant, Morant. Morant. Morant and Beasley. Morant. Um, these two went one and two back in what was it? Two, 2008. 2008. And now they're teammates, which is kind of a crazy turnaround. And they're both in a weird weird part of their career where Beasley was lucky enough to actually get a job. <laughs>
0: I think he's suspended, right, for the first. Yeah, Beasley suspended for the first five games first of the season games. for violating uh, drug. This is kind of messed up one. He violated the NBA's drug policy when his when his mother was dealing with cancer. I think when she passed away too. Jeez, yeah, that's pretty messed up. Um, so I think the NBA sort of just waited before handing handing him that suspension. I think they knew. Yeah, some people were speculating that they were waiting because they didn't want to seem insensitive or anything. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we're gonna see the first two picks of the '08 draft. Um, guys who were highly, you know, expected to become stars there was, in the NBA. I there mean, was even did. a debate
1: back then, like who's who should go one. Yeah, what was it, Kansas State that that Beasley uh, played for?
0: Yeah, Kansas State and Derrick Rose a, played for Memphis. Kind of a scoring machine. Yeah, he was solid, but um, just never panned out. Had a couple of drug issues with Miami. Couldn't stay focused.
1: Let's be honest, he's a, he's a strange guy.
0: Is he? He's a little weird. Well, you were in the like, locker room last year. What yeah, was it, uh, that's
1: why I'm saying he's a strange guy. You saw Socially, it. he's a little he's a little awkward. Um, seemed nice enough, just kind of awkward to, to talk to. Uh, I could see how he could... Maybe he didn't build the best relationships during his uh, stints with teams. <laughs> but um, be just, I don't know what to think of Detroit. I have no bearing on what those guys are going to do because they kind of seem like a bunch of misfits. Or cast offs. Well, people
0: are saying. And guys that get hurt a lot. Derek Rose, Blake yeah, I Griffin. Know. I don't know. Rose has been relatively healthy. You, for the do last you even
1: know what so. their starting five is right now?
0: If you uh, were to guess. Derek, uh, Reggie Jackson. Uh, don't know who their shooting guard is. Maybe Luke Kennard, um, Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond, and. At this point, start Michael Beasley? See? <laughs> I'm not sure. See? I'm not sure. It's
1: tough. He's it's one of those teams. That, like, you're not gonna really expect much out of him. And who knows? Maybe they can put it together.
0: Um
1: I don't know if was it last year that Rose had that fifty point game?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It oh. was last year. And um that was like a a big moment. I think in the NBA people were like, Oh, Rose is back. There it was a big moment. Yeah. It was a huge moment. Yeah. Um Oh, well there you go. We have Tony Snell who's on the who's on the who can start at small forward for the Pistons. Jeez. Um Markeith Morris is on the Pistons. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um and some other guys as well. But uh Yeah, Detroit's other than Blake Griffin, they're just in uh they're in a really weird position where they're not good enough to win a title, but they're also not bad enough to where they just suck. They could be. Really? I don't think so. Well, not, think not with Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond. There. Well, think
1: if Blake Griffin goes down. Like he's done. Every year it seems.
0: Then they are in a bad. <laughs> position. <they're> pretty bad. <laughs> they could be a five hundred team. But who knows? Maybe the top two picks from two thousand eight can rejuvenate the franchise and yeah. lead them to the sixth seed instead of the seventh. That's seventh what <laughs> the Lakers
1: thought they were. You know, getting Beasley, kind of giving him a shot, but then he just kind of fell out of the rotation, and then just got cut out of nowhere. That was a little strange too. We're like, what?
0: Yeah, I don't. But uh, yeah. Detroit, cabbage. Another thing that no one's really talking about so far is the big three. Again, had a big weekend. Uh, I think this was in Miami, I want to say. They were in Miami this weekend. And Nate Robinson hit a game-winning three while being caught by Glenn Davis. Um, They defeated his... What was he? uh, I think he's on triplets. Um, I think. I'm not sure. Um, Anyways, his team beat Power. Uh, Corey Maggette and Glenn Davis's team.
1: Compower is one of the best teams in the league. Yeah, by again.
0: far. Um, they added Car- Carlos Boozer recently too. Hold that.
1: Hold on, another former Laker. <laughs>
0: um, and yeah, that was a that was a pretty impressive shot, and uh, <laughs> for Davis to catch him in midair—that was—I've uh, never seen that before. I've never seen that. <laughs> there was actually a, a photo going around recently of uh, Nate Robinson climbing Glen Davis's back back when they were with the Celtics. To 2000. Like no, no, no. Just just like celebrating. I think it was when Glenn forgot, Davis was screaming. I totally forgot that they were teammates. Yeah, back in Boston in 2000. I want to say like 11 or something. Or
1: Yeah. Or, or. I think Shaq was on that team too. No, oh, he wasn't. Was he? Maybe yeah. he was. I don't know. He was in the Celtics for like a year or two years. Then he, I think he tore his Achilles running up the court. Oh, I don't know. what it, Was it then? And that? Robinson dunked on him in practice.
0: Oh, God. That sucks. But yeah, not enough people talking about the big three. Big three is doing big things. Um We see a lot of players we, we talked about it before Joe Johnson's playing well Corey Maggette Stoudemire Stottemeyer, Um Carlos Boozer Uh Mobley. Mobile I think is injured right now But Nate Robinson's playing well Glenn Davis playing well Um Yeah Big Three's Continuing to make noise And Every Sunday Or every weekend On CBS They seem to just uh Sort of take over social media A bit Yeah That's true huh? Um they are, they For, for been... a couple hours there Where they just post highlights And uh uh it's really fun. It's fun to see old players, former players, um get some more running and not just did call you, it a Did
1: career. you hear what uh was I I said the three guys that he would like dream recruits? He said Kobe like Kobe had to times. be one of them, yeah. Yeah. Paul Pierce the other two. No, he has said Paul Pierce in the past, I think. But that he yeah. wasn't one of the, the two others. Was it Iverson? No. Well Iverson they already tried that.
0: Dwayne they? Wade. Nope. Who? Kevin Garnett and Vince Carter. Kevin Garnett, Vince Carter, and Kobe. Yeah, Vince Carter's still in the league. Yeah, he he could have easily not have been. That's true. That's true. I I wouldn't be surprised he goes there afterwards. KG is a guy you probably don't want to go up against. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, (laughs) Kevin Garnett is. He seems the type that would do well in that league, though. Oh yeah, very fiery
1: uh, team. uh, A lot of trash talking. Oriented. They welcome trash talking. Yeah, it's a whole different league. It's a whole different league. Very physical too.
0: Yeah, but it's all friendly, though, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a little friendly friendly league.
0: I mean. With a few bows. every once in a while. Not too many bows. Please don't get excessive with that. (laughs) Two bows max. Two bows. We're going to move on to the Battle for LA segment of our podcast here. Um, And we'll just jump right into it. Um, The Lakers, uh, according to Ryan, who did a little bit of research beforehand, Um, the schedules are out. And the Lakers have a relatively soft start. Soft like Shaman. Shaman start to Shaman. start and finish, to yeah. the season.
1: See, start middle of the season gets a little difficult. I think at the end they're gonna look fairly easy, fairly. <laughs>
0: so can can you tell everyone what what I said earlier when you said they have an easy schedule? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Remember, I'm like, don't they play everybody? <laughs>
1: oh yeah! Wow. <laughs> What a response!
0: I didn't. I didn't factor in the you know back to backs and the strength of schedule beginning in front. of us. Oh, like, don't they know, just take everyone on? It's the reason why they call it easy schedules? A little, little blonde moment for me. Yeah, don't um, they
1: play everyone?
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, let's look at the Lakers' schedule for example. Like, who do they start with in the first couple games?
1: Well, they got the first two games are will be tough, or at least they should be. Clippers at Clippers, right? And then. Uh, they are home openers against the Jazz, two playoff teams who could be really good this year, but then it just it gets totally different. I mean, you never know what the, these teams are really going to be like when you when you go into a season. But uh, as of right now, this this is kind of a cakewalk. They got Hornets, Grizzlies, Mavs, Spurs, Bulls, Heat, Raptors, Suns. And they don't really face anybody who's truly intimidating until the Warriors on November 13th. And they might not even be as strong as what they were, obviously, without Clay and, and uh, Kevin Durant. Um, still trying to ease in D'Angelo at that time, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, that'll be a work in progress for them.
1: But then it gets easy again. Another easy stretch or less difficult. I, I don't want to say easy because you never know, right? But when I'm looking at this, I'm just like, wow. Uh, Kings, Hawks, Thunder twice, Grizzlies, Spurs, Pelicans, Wizards, Mavs.
0: I think it's important to remember that LeBron James led teams tend to have a tendency to let down sometimes and lose to teams they shouldn't play to their. Yeah, they did that a lot last year. They should like I think they lost to the Grizzlies one time and or just teams they shouldn't lose to they lose. And that
1: could happen, but this year, I mean, he's got a guy named Anthony Davis he's playing with, right? So I, they should murder these teams. I mean, they should run straight through them. And they should be off to a great start by the time Christmas comes around, I think.
0: How do they close out the season? Last couple of games.
1: Uh, last couple games. I think they play, let's see, they're at home for five of their last six games and they finish the season against at Phoenix. But They play Oklahoma City, Chicago, Golden State, uh, Minnesota, Sacramento, Phoenix. So, I mean, it's... Fairly easy. I mean, you got Golden State in there. Uh, I think Sacramento could be low key good. I think they could be a good team.
0: They could be a team you don't want to play against. They won't. Yeah, be, I don't it could know be a scrappy, playoff, scrappy yeah. team. Um, but I, I mean,
1: there, there is, there is a couple brutal stretches in here. Like there's one that starts uh, March 1st at New Orleans, which we don't know what New Orleans is really going to be yet. Um, but they start there. They go. Uh, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Clippers, Brooklyn, Houston, Denver, Utah twice, and then they play Charlotte, which obviously should be a cakewalk. But they you, the the Lakers struggle in Charlotte for some reason. Charlotte's got their number when when the
0: Lakers are there. Kobe.
1: But uh, yeah, it's I this did is Kobe these,
0: always play well there. Sorry,
1: he did at times, but they they they've always struggled to to take him out. I don't know why. Okay, it's just one of those those stops where it's like they think they're going to run through them and then they struggle for for whatever reason. But uh this schedule looks fairly easy. I mean, they got a seemingly tough road trip, Houston, Boston, New York, Brooklyn, Philly, and then back for Clippers, Portland. And that's uh that starts on January 18th, but outside of that, like this is the easiest schedule I've seen in a long time for the Lakers.
0: Interesting. That's pretty bold. But
1: or like it's it's it just doesn't it's it looks it's it's set up for them to be really well or do really well this season.
0: Well, I, just my the, opinion. The NBA right benefits. Now. NBA benefits from having LeBron in the playoffs and from having the Lakers play well. So yeah, it's a win-win situation for them uh, with this. Uh, Man, I'm looking at these ticket prices on the
1: on the right side. They're already <laughs> crazy. I'm glad we get in for free. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um gonna you know, look at the Clippers uh to start. They they tip off against the Lakers. Um they'll host the Lakers this year, uh on opening night. They'll also be the first game at the Warriors new uh chase center in San Francisco. That's um you should
1: come up with me preseason and check out. They they played the Warriors like four or five times in the preseason. At the chase center? They played them twice there in the preseason. Interesting. So you should come up with one game just to check it out. I just want to see it.
0: Yeah, I'd be interested. I don't know if I'm going to go up
1: both times, but like I, I, I definitely want to go up once. Well, um, I think it'd be kind well, of. Cool. We'll
0: talk about that. That's a good idea. Um, but yeah, seven of the first uh, ten games for the Clippers are are at home. Um, their road matchups in the first game, first couple of games, are Golden State, Phoenix, and Utah. Um, and in that, in those seven of uh, ten games that are at home, they have Utah, Milwaukee, Portland, and Toronto. None of those are back-to-backs, but those are all playoff teams. Um, quick back-to-back in Houston, New Orleans, and then a five-game home stand against Atlanta, Oklahoma City, Boston, Houston, and New Orleans. So 12 of the first 17 games will be at home for the Clippers, meaning the rest of it gets pretty road-heavy. Um, their longest road trip of the year will be... Um, they have a pair of six-game road trips... So the first one will be from December sixth to December 14th. They'll take on the Bucks, Wizards, Pacers, Raptors, Timberwolves, and Bulls. And their next six game road trip will be January eighteenth to January twenty eighth, where they'll take on the Pelicans, Mavs, Hawks, Heat, Magic, and the last road games of Doozy. They gotta travel all the way to LA for the a Lakers. Doozy. All the way to LA for the Lakers. Uh that'll be a road game there. So six game road trip. Um,
1: Damn it! There's a game on New Year's Day. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, oh. we get that
0: off. We get that off. But we work New Year's Eve though. Oh, our games at two though. Not that bad. Oh, yeah. Nice. Like, I get to be home with family yes. for New Year's. Whatever. Um, another little quirk I noticed in the Clippers schedule: uh, they play. They play they have an afternoon, I know Clipper fans love this. An afternoon back to back Saturday Sunday, January 4th and 5th against the Memphis Grizzlies and New York Knicks, 12:30 p.m. start times. And then that last game on Sunday, they don't play again until Friday. They have 4 days off and they play Friday at home against the Warriors. That's a that
1: weird stretch you're talking you about.
0: Yeah, just t- 10 games 10 days at home, but four of those are just there's a four-game stretch consecutively just days off. So that'd be interesting. It is strange. I don't know um, why they do that. They'll close out with five of eight at home as well. Um, they'll take on the Pacers, the Thunder, the Bulls, Warriors, and Minnesota. And then their final game of the season. Uh, those are just the home games of that segment. Uh, and then their final game of the season will be at the Portland Trailblazers, Wednesday, April 15th. Um, it'll be an interesting one. Uh, Tobias Harris will be making his return to L.A. as a member of the 76ers to take on the Clippers on March 1st at 12.30. That'll be a Sunday game. Uh, Shea Gildas Alexander and Danilo Gallinari will be making their return to L.A. as members of the Thunder uh, on November 18th, which is a Monday. Um, and then I have another one here where... Let me just find this one. This is, this is a very important one here, guys. Give me one second here. Boban Marjanovic will be making his return to L.A. Booyah, Boban. Boban will be returning Monday, March 16th. So Clipper fans mm-hmm. got to wait to cheer Boban on. Fan favorite. As a member of the Mavs, he'll be returning March 16th. Will he get a tribute video? He should get four tribute videos. Four tribute One videos. for each quarter of the game.
1: You know, that's a good question. I wonder if the Lakers are going to give tribute videos to the,
0: all the guys on the Pelicans. Ingram Ball, It'll probably be like one big video. Yeah. One Ingram big Ball, complication. Or complication compilation compilation <laughs> complication so that's pretty much the clipper schedule um a lot of a lot of uh good games in between as well but soft ending in terms of soft beginning and soft ending in terms of the home games they have a lot of home games to start and a few to end so um and they have 13 back-to-back set as well so you can be sure that Kawhi Leonard will will be resting as well load managing uh, paul george is is rumored to be it's still unclear about him he might be ready for uh preseason he might miss the first two four maybe even six weeks i've heard um but it, it's it's remains to be seen how he's how he's doing with his shoulder uh surgeries so um once they reevaluate him closer to training camp we'll know um but yeah that'll that that'll certainly factor into what the clippers do load managing wise um we're going to take a, a couple of questions that we saw online on Twitter. We asked if you guys had any questions for us. And Mr. Popular Ryan Ward. I'm just going to address this first one Ryan got. And it's from uh, at Dan dwang du, Dizzy? Dwayne du, He Duang said, down. when will Dan be invited to the Battle for LA podcast? Um, Dan, we have no idea who you are, sir. Yeah, I, I can't just invite who him. I don't know. Man. Sorry, man. I mean, yeah. You got to take me out to dinner first. Get out so. the DMs,
1: bro. Get out the DMs.
0: Yeah. we we'll start with that. Uh, Ryan, any questions you got on your end? <laughs> He's going <be> so pissed. <laughs> Love you, Dan. Love you, Dan. You used to work
1: over here at Clutch Points. And then you went... Did uh, he? Back to the dark side. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Our question is from a uh, black underscore white NYC. He says, "Will anything less than a twelve and eight record put Vogel on the hot seat for, for the first twenty games? With this schedule, you're going to need to be pretty flawless. I'm not saying be undefeated, but I'm th- I'm thinking fifteen and five would probably be the ideal record. Well, not ideal, but like acceptable. Without any talk of him,
0: you know, fifteen and five sounds good. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree." I think you go 12 um, 14, and 8 and people and six start to better. get
1: a little concerned.
0: Yeah, but it could it could also just be this team meshing and figuring out together. So, I wouldn't be too concerned, but Well, it depends on how they lose these games too. Yeah, that's true. Right? That's true. So, I don't know, with this get with this
1: schedule, which I think personally I think is a fairly easy schedule uh to start the season at least, he's going <laughs> to every loss is going to be pretty harsh on him.
0: Yeah, but look, if they're getting blown out every game, then it's cause for, for concern. Well, yeah. But if they're building up 25 point leads and then you can see the effort, they're just taking their foot off the pedal and letting teams back into it. I mean that, that happened can a be lot. fixed. That happened a lot last year. That can be fixed. That but happened a lot last year. That was under Luke Walton, sir.
1: And he couldn't put it, put put teams away when they were clearly superior.
0: But uh, um another question that we saw we got on Twitter was uh, from at John E03. And he asks, "What is the good line? What is the best lineup for the Clippers against the Lakers?" Ooh, that's an interesting one. I would probably have to say.
1: Kind of asked you that question last week, didn't
0: I? Well, against LeBron,
1: anyway. Who's going to guard LeBron? How are they going to do that?
0: For this one, I mean, you probably obviously got to alternate Paul George and Kawhi on on LeBron. But I think their best lineup would have to be um, Pat Beverly, Landry Shamit, um. Oh god, this is tough. Because they have, I'm I'm gonna leave Lou Williams out of this.
1: Comes Pat the Beverly, bench anyway. Lou uh,
0: uh, Landry, Shamit, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and Montres Harrell. I I guess. Um, only issue with that is that Anthony Davis is probably feasting on you inside. But other than that, uh, you got solid two way players all over the court. Um, So I I would guess that LeBron is having difficulty getting his with that five. Uh, Pat Beverly is probably, you know, doing Pat Beverly things and pissing off opponents like Rondo and everything and and hitting the wide open threes. Uh, Landry Shaman is is a knockdown three-point shooter. He was on pace for a record year last year, rookie record year. Um, And you you know what you're getting with Kawhi and Paul George. But, uh, yeah, again, that lineup is the lineup where you're probably just – Anthony Davis is probably going to feast. But – well, you it said 45, didn't you? 45 points? Yeah, an opening night. That's what I thought he was going to get, yeah. We got a question from, oh, our buddy Ashish. Okay. says, well, sh- how many games until Frank Vogel starts looking like this, like the uh, Jordan Peele meme, <laughs> while watching LeBron and Jason Kidd talk on the side? <laughs> <laughs> In case you haven't seen the Jordan Peele uh, sweating meme where water just being poured all over his face and he's just dripping um, nonstop.
1: That's an easy yeah. answer there. One. One game of seeing that, really? I would be nervous, wouldn't you? The guy that's kind of there is like a safety net, getting that really cozy with uh, the the face of the franchise for now. Yeah, that's gotta be uncomfortable. I still think the whole <laughs> dynamic's weird and having three head coaches on there. That's strange to me.
0: Don't they have? Didn't they also get Lionel Hollins on that? Well, they got got Hollins, kid, and Vogel. Vogel. Jeez.
1: And then they were talking about getting Hornacek, I think, for a while, and then that didn't happen. Wow. Three. Remember, I said too many cooks in the kitchen. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Everybody wants to be the chef.
0: Well, thanks for your questions, guys. Those are all we had time to answer real quick. But if you guys have any questions you want answered, uh, shoot them over on Instagram comment DM or uh, tweet us on Twitter because that's the only place you can tweet obviously Um, and yeah that does it for the Clutch Points NBA podcast Um, you guys can follow me Tomer Zarli at T-O-M-E-R-A-Z-A-R-L-Y on Twitter and Instagram you can follow Ryan Ward at Ryan Ward LA on Twitter and Instagram Um, and again subscribe to our podcast uh, leave a review uh, positive review if possible. Um, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, critiques, harsh comments, even um,
1: demands for somewhere to be off the Yeah, demands
0: like that, um, demands for Ryan to be more vocal. Um, <laughs> tweet us, uh, tweet us, comment to us, uh, email us, uh, Instagram, everything. Send Let a, us know. Send a pigeon. Send a pigeon. Uh, that these in game of thrones was that a crow or something crows, I think. yeah send a crow send a messenger crow uh, but yeah that does it um hope you guys enjoyed we'll catch you guys next time peace